The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What a world! Welcome all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and the boys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Writer is Your Humble Host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, March 24th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that the second week of free agency is treating you well. I am sure that it is. Um, because it is free agency and because things are always changing, just so you know, I'm recording this a little bit before 4 p.m. Central Time uh, on Wednesday. If anything super crazy would have happened, I'd, of course, just scrap this and come back and, uh, and re-record. Uh, but we have multiple shows coming out every single day here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network to keep you updated. So uh, later on today, on Thursday, you will have a new episode of Riled Up with Tom Ryle and Roy White. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, you will have new episodes of Girls Talking Boys and the Star Seminar where Dave Halpern, who, by the way, founded Blog and the Boys way back when and has a new book out, the big book of college football trivia. I'm holding it in my hand. We tweeted out links. All the BTBers did. You can find the link at blogontheboys.com. It's a great gift. It's not a big read. It's a fun trivia book. If you know somebody who loves college football, and you surely do, a uh, great early Christmas gift or birthday gift, Father's Day gift, I don't know, you know, Mother's Day gift, whatever. Uh, but uh, but check that out. Please do support Dave. Please buy the book. Leave a rating on Amazon. Those things really help. And, and you know, none of us would be here without Dave Halpern. And so uh, looking forward to hearing his interview on the Star Seminar. Saturday, you get Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez, uh, a Spanish-spoken show that we offer here at Blog of the Boys. And by the way, thank you, or rather, gracias um, to everyone who has uh, commented or, or helped me out. I'm trying to perfect my Spanish, or maybe not perfect, but uh, but get it to a level that is um, at least uh, at least usable. I definitely want to start doing some Spanish stuff um, here at the site, and you know, NFL stuff in general. Um, so that's an off-season goal of mine. So you get that on Saturday, and then on Sunday, a new episode of the World's Team with Meg Murray and Paul Stewart. So we have a lot of stuff happening because we know that things are happening with the Cowboys. And what I wanted to talk about today is um, is kind of the movement that's been happening, obviously, across the NFL, and specifically the wide receiver movement. Now, uh, the first thing I wanted to address 
just going to kind of go through some some things that have happened, and, and obviously some of these things have happened a, a while ago at this point. But um, let's see, we've got Von Miller signing with the Buffalo Bills. Okay, we've got signings and trades, obviously, to, to factor in here. Tyreek Hill traded to the Miami Dolphins on Wednesday, actually, um, again, and um, you know we have we've seen the Cincinnati Bengals load up with Alex Kappa and Ted Karras and obviously Lyle Collins. Um, so their offensive line is beefing up. Maybe you consider Mitch Trubisky a big move in Pittsburgh. I don't necessarily, um, but Deshaun Watson ending up with the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens kind of getting back you know Marcus Williams um, obviously they missed out on Zadarius Smith but you know it is what it is Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts that was a big move big kind of shoot a drop um, no pun intended there the Kansas City Chiefs obviously trading away Tyreek Hill the Las Vegas Raiders trading for Devontae Adams signing Chandler Jones the Los Angeles Chargers adding their defense um Khalil Max, obviously kind of the headliner there. The Denver Broncos trading for Russell Wilson. That obviously kind of steals the show. Landing Randy Gregory in free agency. We don't have to relitigate that. Um, on the NFC side of things, no real like massive thing in the NFC East, um, which is why the NFC East mixtape has uh, kind of struggled to come up with some topics as of late myself and, and Brandon Lee Gowden. But, um, but the Packers traded away Devontae Adams, so there's that. The Vikings wound up with Zadarius Smith. The Chicago Bears traded away Khalil Mack. The Detroit Lions exist. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers get Tom Brady back after 48 days or whatever it was. Um, then they get Carlton Davis back and probably going to get Gronk back, right? Um, got Chris Godwin taken care of, whatever. The Saints going to run it back with Jameis Winston. Okay. Uh, I know we're going through the entire NFL here, but the Falcons traded away Matt Ryan. Obviously, Calvin Ridley suspended for the entire season. The Panthers still kind of twirling in the wind. Uh, the Rams are remaining the Rams, you know, obviously landing Allen Robinson in free agency, who the Bears lost. That was really obvious, though. The Cardinals, kind of like the Cowboys, no real big thing. And I would actually say the same thing's true for the San Francisco 49ers. In fact, I think, um, you know, I'm good buddies with uh, with Rob Stats Guerrero from Niners Nation. I do a show with him that comes out every Thursday as well on the SB Nation NFL show. Their biggest gripe is that they have not traded away Jimmy Garoppolo as of yet. And the Seattle Seahawks, Again, trading away Russell Wilson. Now, that brings us to the Cowboys, who um, have traded away Amari Cooper, cut Lyle Collins, lost Randy Gregory, on and on and on and on. What's important about this? Why are you bringing this up, RJ? Well, in case you are unaware, all right, the Dallas Cowboys, along with the rest of the NFC East in 2022, is, you know, will be playing the AFC South. That's their AFC division that they play this season. They somehow managed to avoid the AFC West. They just played that, obviously. Um, you know, not a lot of success, you know, only being the Los Angeles Chargers. But they play the AFC South. That means the Cowboys get the Titans, who did end up with Robert Woods. I actually overlooked that. We're going to talk about that shortly. Um, they get to see Matt Ryan. So you get Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, taking on Matt Ryan, the quarterback of the Colts. Cowboys get the Texans. We know they lost in Houston four years ago. That was a rough overtime time game when they punted man I'm still not over that and then the Jaguars who have spent like a billion dollars in free agency on different people including fighting Texas Aggie Christian Kirk so they get the easiest AFC division to face so far that is quite the draw and then on the NFC side of things they get to play the Green Bay Packers which is going to be very intense and very interesting what with McCarthy and whatnot um, that goes without saying but They've traded away Devontae Adams. They lost Darius Smith. They get to play Darius Smith because the Cowboys will play, like I said, the whole NFC North. So they'll get to face him uh, with the Vikings. They get to face the Khalil Mackless, Allen Robinsonless Chicago Bears, and then the Lions, who are still kind of on their their come up, their build up. As far as their non um, divisional opponents, yeah, besides their actual divisional opponents, uh, the Cowboys will play the Buccaneers, who are one of the lone NFC teams who've kind of benefited, and the uh, the Rams, who've lost Von Miller. We'll see what happens with Odell Beckham Jr., but they do have Allen Robinson. 
Robinson. Um, so those games will be tough. But their other AFC game, their 17th game, I promise there's a reason for all this, is the Bengals, who have added, like we said, all the offensive linemen. But most of the big headlining news, all like all the things that have kind of existed as water cooler talk and water cooler conversation for you and your place of work or whatever over the last few weeks, involves teams that the Dallas Cowboys will not be playing this coming season. And I think that's important. I mean, they will not play Vaughn. And, and obviously, any of these would change in the playoffs, you know, the NFC playoffs or um, obviously the Super Bowl. If, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> but Von Miller's Buffalo Bills, they will not play. They will not play Deshaun Watson's Browns. Um, you know, and we'll see maybe Odell Beckham Jr. heads back. That that's been a rumor that's kind of been percolating. By the way, the Washington football team, gosh, I almost kind of called the football team, the Washington Commanders will be playing the Cleveland Browns. The um, That's the way, that's the 17th game this year. Cowboys get the Bengals, Eagles get the Steelers, the Commanders get the Browns, and the Giants get the Ravens. So uh, you got the NFC East and AFC North uh, matching up. All those games are um, in the NFC home. All the NFC teams are home. NFC East teams are home. I know I'm all over the place, but so they're – avoiding the bills they're avoiding the entire afc west they're avoiding um you know the i i guess like the meat of the the dolphins they're avoiding the dolphins now with tyree killed and obviously jalen waddle was there and cedric wilson and, and the mighty connor williams they are avoiding all of those things and so is that is that them getting a little bit lucky sure and maybe you're saying okay well cool i mean like on its face i, I mean if, if we just run through the teams that they're playing say they win let's be conservative say they win four games in the nfc east and that's i think being conservative they could win five they could win six but let's give them four okay so that's four wins right there they're gonna beat the bears they're gonna beat the lions so that's six wins i mean they should beat the vikings they beat the vikings last year with cooper rush i mean so that's what seven wins right there we're giving them right off the bat Say they split with Tampa in LA. Actually, I'm not going to say that. Say they lose both those games. So that's still seven wins from their NFC competition. As far as the AFC South is concerned, I think we think that they'll beat the Texans. I think we think that they'll beat the Jaguars. So that's nine wins. They should then definitely split between the Titans and the, and the, the Colts, at least split. So that's, what, 10 wins right there. And then the Bengals. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I know you're frustrated and I know I'm frustrated. But I do think their floor right now, even with the lack of moves we want to see, is 10 wins. And I think that it feels like the NFL is so crazy and, and there's AFC hierarchy and blah, 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 blah. The Cowboys are kind of, you know, navigating that, you know, granted, like with a blindfold on and, and not of their own doing, but they are sort of not going to have to deal with the consequences of these new players and new spots or whatever. Um, and I think that's interesting. I, I do think that that's worth mentioning. Like, as an example, the NFC West plays the AFC West this year. And so if you are, say, the San Francisco 49ers, you are like, dude, all of our games are starting to look very, very, very difficult right now. And that's a tough thing to, to figure out. And I think actually a better example is probably the Cardinals, because I do think the Cardinals are in this spot, you know, similar to the Cowboys, and that they kind of faltered down the stretch again to they actually beat the Cowboys, their one win um, down near the very end. But they haven't really added, right, in free agency. They had that awkward drama with Kyler Murray at the beginning of the offseason. They got to play the Eagles. That's, you know, one of the teams they got to play this year. They got to play, um, let's see, they're, they're, I think they're playing the NFC South. So they're playing the whole NFC South. You got to play the Bucs. Uh, obviously, you got to play your own division. You got to play the Rams twice, the Niners twice. Who knows what the Seahawks look like? Who knows if you know, maybe Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis or one of the quarterbacks there. Then you got to play the whole AFC West. Like, dude, that's difficult. And so, when you look at the NFC hierarchy, I do think that the Cowboys 
are benefiting from literally doing nothing, right? They've, they're, they're standing in the conference has improved just by way of everything else. Think about the, the people who have defected to the other conference that the Cowboys won't see that they otherwise would have seen, okay? Devontae Adams, the Cowboys would have seen. They're not going to see him as a result of this offseason. Zedarius Smith does count because he wound up with the Minnesota Vikings, but Khalil Mack, Allen Robinson, you know, those are pretty nice players to get out of the way. Von Miller, they would have faced him if he had returned to the Rams at least, right? And he's gone. I mean, that's a pretty big win. I mean, and you think about the AFC South, if Deshaun Watson was a member of the Houston Texans, we're obviously a little bit more weary of that game from a Cowboys perspective. And so he's not. So you're talking about a Packers game that was impacted. You're talking about the Bears game that was impacted in a significant way. You're talking about the Texans game that was impacted. And even if you want to also include that the Titans cut Julio Jones, I wouldn't personally. Um, but that's a fourth. And then the Rams, you know, with Von Miller leaving. That's, you know, kind of plus minus five games that have been positively impacted from a Cowboys perspective because of all the moves happening this free agency so I'm totally with you I'm down on what has happened so far this offseason I wish there had been more but I do think that the Cowboys are benefiting in some very particular ways now support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. The other subject that I wanted to get into today has to do with the movement at wide receiver specifically. Um, Like I said, recording this about 4 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday in the aftermath of the Tyreek Hill trade. I also wrote about this subject. If you'd rather read it, maybe you want to do both. That'd be cool. Um, But there have been four receivers traded so far this offseason, right? We've seen, you know, different receivers sign in free agency, but four receivers moved from one team to another involving draft compensation. Amari Cooper was actually the first one. In case you forgot, the Cowboys, this is, we're going to go with what each team received here. That's how I wrote it. So the Cowboys received in the Amari Cooper trade Cleveland's fifth round pick this year and Cleveland's sixth round pick this year. Cleveland received Amari, obviously and Dallas's sixth round pick. So Dallas did improve their sixth round pick position. That that was a positive step, but they did have to surrender their sixth round pick nonetheless. So a gain of, of a pick and, and some change if you want to really you know kind of boil it down to some some literal factors there. Okay, let's move on. The other uh, wide receiver traits. The Los Angeles Rams dealt away Robert Woods, as mentioned. LA benefited what they received, a sixth round pick in 2023 from the Tennessee Titans. So they don't even get to use that pick this year at the Rams. It is a 2023 sixth round pick. Now, in a vacuum, that is obviously less value than Dallas got from Mario Cooper. Not going to deny that. All Tennessee received in the trade, I say all like they gave up something significant, but it was Robert Woods. And keep in mind that Robert Woods tore his ACL 
in December or December, goodness gracious, in November. Um, so that's what's going on. By the way, um, checking in here. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. There's a, a tweet that is um, happening right now that is going to upset people um, in real time. The uh, <laughs> Bobby Wagner is visiting the Los Angeles Rams. That is happening. As I put this uh, this episode together, that's going to upset some people. Maybe by the time you've uh, heard this, he um, he will have signed in LA, but who knows. Anyway, uh, so back to the, the point, uh, the Rams did deal away Robert Woods. And like I said, only benefit a 2023 sixth round pick and the Titans got Robert Woods. The big trades, big wide receiver trades obviously had to do with Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Green Bay in exchange for Devontae Adams, all Vegas got was Devontae. The Packers got Raider, uh, Raiders, Las Vegas's first and second round picks this year. So Green Bay gets those premium picks right now today here in 2022. First and second round pick, boom. Now, keep in mind that the Raiders also gave Devontae Adams a new deal. It was a five-year, 141 and a quarter of a million, I believe, million-dollar deal. So, I mean, a massive contract that they had to give on top of surrendering their first and second round picks this year. And then on Wednesday today for me, uh, yesterday for you, the Kansas City Chiefs, in exchange for Tyree Kill, that's all the Miami Dolphins got, they got Miami's first round pick this year, which actually was San Francisco's first round pick. Um, I think this is really interesting. I tweeted about this too, just a very quick tangent. Miami traded Laramie Tunsil to the Houston Texans, and that one trade has spawned like a billion different trades. But last year, the Dolphins held the third overall pick, which originally had belonged to the Texans, again, by way of the Laramie Tunsil trade. So Miami took that pick, and they traded back from 3 to 12 with the San Francisco 49ers, who jumped up to take what wound up to be Trey Lance. Very quickly, you'll recall, after Miami moved back from 3 to 12, they moved up from 12 to 6 and wound up taking Jalen Waddell, who's now obviously uh, Tyreek Hill's counterpart in the Dolphins' offense. Now, on draft night, the Philadelphia Eagles, who then had that 12th overall pick, moved up from 12 to 10 with our Dallas Cowboys to take Devontae Smith, uh, and the Cowboys obviously took Micah Parsons at 12. But the Dolphins did wound up, or wind up rather, with the 29th overall pick this year by way of San Francisco and included that in the trade to the Kansas City Chiefs to get Tyreek Hill. So in totality, I'm sorry, that was I just think that's interesting, whatever. Um, the Chiefs received uh, Miami's first round pick this year. Again, not Miami's, but Miami's. Uh, second round pick this year. So just like Devontae Adams, a, four, a one and a two this year, a four this year, a four next year, and a six next year. So all the Chiefs get a one, two, and a four today here in 2022, and a four and a six next year, which again um, is a lot of picks. I mean, it's five picks in exchange for Tyreek Hill, who also got a brand new deal with the Miami Dolphins. So just like the Raiders, the Dolphins gave up an enormous amount of draft capital. And then on top of that, paid okay there's no question to me no question at all that the team who got the worst value for their wide receiver the teams who traded away wide receivers here are the dallas cowboys the los angeles rams the green bay packers and the kansas city chiefs there's no question to me that the team who got the worst value is the dallas cowboys now to be very clear i am not saying that amari cooper is Devontae adams or tyree Hill. not saying that at all so please do not tweet at me that i said that but if we considered all of this to be a line, a spectrum, okay, and Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill were one end of the spectrum, and Robert Woods was one end of the spectrum, I think that Devon or Devontae, I think that Amari Cooper is much closer to Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill than he is to Robert Woods. 
and Amari went for kind of the same sort of compensation that Robert Woods went for. And that's really my point here. Now, maybe you be, or be, maybe you be, maybe you believe, and look, this is always one take here on the Ocho, all right? Like, that's why, you know, kind of ramble. But maybe you believe that, I don't know, Dallas talking about cutting Amari hindered his trade value. That would make some sense, right? You know, obviously these things are happening and conversations are happening, whatever. But maybe you believe that. I'm not going to argue that. Maybe that's part of what this was. Maybe you believe that Dallas simply wanted to move on and they just didn't care what they got. The evidence certainly supports that claim. But Amari is, I don't know. I mean, like the 10th to 15th best wide receiver in the NFL. That's what I wrote in the article. I mean, just off the top of my head, there's not a receiver in the NFC East who's better than Amari Cooper. Thank you, Bear. I know you agree. Okay, if, if we're you know, just looking at Amari versus the field, Devontae Adams would have been in Green Bay. Justin Jefferson is better. There's no receiver on the Bears, no receiver on the Lions. I would take Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Bear, quit scratching your collar, buddy. The people are here. Michael Thomas is not a fair comparison right now. There's no receiver on the Falcons. I know Kyle Pitts, but not a receiver. And even then, he's still really young. Um, I don't think that DJ Moore is better than Amari Cooper. I would obviously say that Cooper Cup is better than Amari. Um, I would not say any Cardinals receiver. Debo is better. Um, DK Metcalf is kind of a push in a conversation. I wouldn't have it. Stephon Diggs is definitely better. Uh, there's no Patriot. Now you've got Tyreek Hill in Miami, obviously. There's no Jet. Jamar Chase, definitely better. There's no Steeler as of now. I mean, maybe there's some Chase Claypool stands out there. Um, in Cleveland, Bear, it's okay. I know. It's cool. Don't worry. Um, in Baltimore, I mean, again, like you're, you're stretching it. I know Amari's in Cleveland now, by the way. Uh, in Tennessee, there's nobody even counting Robert Woods. In Indianapolis, there's nobody. In Houston, there's nobody. Oh, did I mention DeAndre Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins is definitely one. I'm looking at all the helmets here. In Jacksonville, there's nobody even counting Christian Kirk. There was Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. Obviously not anymore. Devontae Adams, the only one in, uh, in Vegas now. In in LA, I mean, maybe Keenan Allen, if, if you want to go there. And then I don't know if you're like arguing Cortland Sutton is better um, than, than Amari Cooper. My point is like, it's hard to come up with 15 wide receivers who are better. I think it's easy to come up with like 20 to 23 receivers who are better than Robert Woods. And so that's what I'm saying. I think that Amari is closer to Devontae and Tyreek than he is to Robert Woods. And so I don't understand how this compensation was so low, relatively speaking. Now, maybe you believe you know, hey, the Cowboys were the first ones to do it. They had to do it before the fifth day of the league year to get Amari's contract off their books, whatever. That was just the best price they could get. Fine. And I'm not here to like talk about the water under the bridge. But it is crazy when you look at the compensation that the Raiders and the Dolphins both gave up before also handing these receivers massive contracts. And again, Devontae Adams and Tyree Keller are both better than Amari Cooper. But the the like totality of that all suggests that Amari Cooper, who was a number one wide receiver, could have gone for much more than he ultimately did. And that's frustrating. That's that you know, for the people that are like, why are you, you know, what this, you know, this offseason isn't so bad. Dude, I mean, like this is this was not a good deal in in retrospect. And and again, if the goal was simply to get rid of Amari because they had a falling out or whatever, you know, you believe, I mean, they achieved that. But I mean, man, you gotta think it would have been more than that. I mean, Dallas is the only team of these four teams who gave up receivers. Again, the Cowboys, the Rams, the Packers, and the Chiefs. They're the only team who not only sent the receiver, but also sent draft capital. Like, (laughs) they're the only one of these four that also added some draft capital to sweeten the pot. Now, granted, they, you know, they swapped six-round picks, so they, they, you know, they improved. But still, they, it wasn't even like they could get a five and a six for Amari Cooper. I mean, they couldn't even get a five on on its own. It had to be like a five and and change. I mean, it's just, I know know a five on its own wouldn't have been as much um, in a vacuum. But I mean, 
it's just strange to consider. It's been a strange thing, this Amari Cooper thing, and I think the Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill trades are kind of evidence of that, even um, uh, in as much hindsight as it is. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's what we did. Baird and Mark, we succeeded. Uh, and again, according to my Twitter timeline, Bobby Wagner is visiting the Los Angeles Rams. In fact, Ian Rappaport's exact tweet, uh, this is way in the rearview mirror for you because you're listening on Thursday, it says the Rams are loading up again with a question mark. Sources say six-time All-Pro linebacker Bobby Wagner is visiting them and there is mutual interest in doing a deal, a potential huge defensive addition. To go back to the point of teams that the Cowboys play this year, they do play the Los Angeles Rams. So, they will visit the Los Angeles Rams, actually, so look out for that. Uh, all right, so uh, lots of great stuff coming your way later on the rest of this week and really every single day. We work very hard to make sure you have the very best uh, here at Blog and the Boys. And like I said, uh, really working on my Spanish, and, and that's been a fun uh, project for me this offseason, and I uh, appreciate those of you who have been supportive in that quest. But, uh, yeah, that about does it as I throw the pen on the table like uh like a, a team just who saw their draft pick taken away from them. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us always. We really appreciate you. I hope you have the best Thursday ever. I hope you have the greatest Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.